What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you... Good morning. Today is Friday, January 26th, 2024, and it is 70 degrees outside. It's funny how in the winter, at least in this area, when we get a warm day, a random day in the 50s or 60s or 70s, it's almost like the population of the area doubles or triples. People are out enjoying the warmth. People somehow have the time today to go for a walk, to take their kids out, to get a breath of fresh air before work, and based on yesterday, people are going to be out today in droves, taking their kids to the park, walking their dogs, the frisbees will be ultimate, the places that sell ice cream and frozen treats this time of year are gonna rake it in hand over fist. If you are an ice cream salesperson who has to work in the winter, let me know what that's like to sell a frozen treat when it's really cold outside. It's a little bizarre. It's funny how we think of our time as a completely different thing than our material possessions. I was reading yesterday that in behavioral economics there's something called the endowment effect. When we own things, we think they're more valuable than other people do because they're ours. Objects that you own become an extension of your identity to some degree, and whether you're hoarding them for your, for your own mental satisfaction or you're showing them off, those items are only worth as much as you or society feels like they're worth at the time. If there's one thing we all know, it's that we can't take this stuff with us. When you're no longer here, unless you build like a giant tomb underground and encase all of your loyal followers in stone guarding your treasure trove of whatever objects you held during life, your stuff's probably either going to other people that knew you or they're going to random strangers, if not going in the trash to be burned up or recycled and turned into something different. And that's the weird thing about time and memory. When we pass things down, or we use that endowment effect over a period of time, through generations, through inheritances or gifts, through the stories that we share about those items or the people that owned them, things become way more valuable. I'm watching a show on Netflix right now that's based on some of Edgar Allan Poe's work. And while we were watching it, I was thinking about the fact that this person didn't even know, couldn't have any concept of what the television that I was watching a show based on a story he wrote looked like, that he had no concept of what Netflix was. So many famous people probably never thought that there would be statues erected in their honor or that people would visit their homes or their graves that have been perfectly preserved so that they could ponder over their life. A lot of these people had miserable lives or were misunderstood while they were around and their work wasn't appreciated. There are some philosophical frameworks that contend that Everything is material, and if something can't be identified as material, then it has some material component or it's a result of some material interaction. Our thoughts, our ideas, our memories, these are all physical things or things that just come about through a physical process. It's the opposite of idealism, where things like our spirits or our minds and matter are two separate things, or at least that's my understanding. And it's funny because clearly time exists, right? We're in each moment, 
and each moment passes and we can remember the moments that have passed and we can't remember or see things that haven't happened yet. Is time a material thing? Is the record of the choices that we made or the experiences that we had, are those material things too? I would argue that they're not. Things that we've owned in life, like really old clocks or artwork, furniture, silverware, these things can be passed down or they can be given to other people and donated if they have a better use for it. Things can be destroyed and trashed, which seems like a bit of a waste. They can be recycled or refurbished or restored or even turned into something completely new. The more we buy, the more there's a demand to make more things. And we only have a certain amount of resources to continue to make things. So it's possible that we as people owe it to the world to appreciate our things a little more to be a little more discerning or discretionary about the material things, the objects that we place value on, how much we accumulate and collect, why we're buying those things, and whether we're even going to use them. It's not even necessarily about not having things, but if you have something for a long time and you're done with it, do you really need to hold on to it? And if you're not going to, what's your plan for it? Are you going to pass it down to a family member or a loved one? Will they value it as much as you did? Or are they just gonna go to a thrift store and see how much money they can get for it the second that you're not paying attention or you're not around? The value of material things is such a weird, weird thing. I have a white leather-bound Bible that belonged to my grandmother on my father's side, and I never got to meet this woman. She sounds like she was amazing, very kind, very smart, very loving, and I don't know a lot about this Bible, but it means a whole lot to me. It means more to me than whatever price anyone would offer it, offer for it. I'll admit that I didn't know about this Bible until recently, and I haven't cracked it open to read it. I'm a little scared too, honestly. It's, it's pretty old. The fact that this Bible's still here, that my parents held onto it and it sat on a shelf, is very cool. I don't know what this Bible means to my dad, or to anyone else who might know about it or have memories of it, but it's meaningful to me, and I'm gonna keep it. The age and the mysteries and the story behind this particular item is something that I can build on and pass down to my kids, if I have any. I can even give it to someone else, and someone who will really appreciate and care about it, tell them my stories and my history associated with it, and they can maintain it and hold on to it during their life or pass it to somebody else. I wonder sometimes if because we devalue material things, we take away potential that these items could have, the longevity that they might have, not just because of their monetary value or their functional value at the time, but literally because of the passage of time, because of what that meant to someone and what it could still mean to somebody else. Today, I've been thinking a lot about the intersection between the intangible, like our memories or our thoughts or time and the tangible, the material things that we have or the physical world that we interact with through our five senses. If you had to choose, which would be more important to you? Your time, your memories, your thoughts and feelings, your opinions, who you identify as, or the things that you have, what people think of those things or the comfort that those things bring you the fact that you have more of it, or that other people don't have it, that even even the idea that it has history, that it has inherent value because of time, and that thing belongs to you. Theoretically, you could strive to own many, many, many things, but as far as I understand, there's a cap on how much time that you have in this life, and for today, I just want to prompt you to think about that intersection. The intersection of the value of your things, or the physical world around you, and the intangible. If you were only able to own 5 things, 10 things, 25 things, 50 things, 100 things in your entire life, and anything else that you come into contact with could be just taken away, a magical gremlin might show up just on a whim and take it away from you. 
Would you own a car, a house, a computer, your phone? Would you own as many clothes, pieces of furniture? How much would you get rid of if there was a cap on what you were allowed to have? And similarly, what if you only had a certain amount of time and certain things were taking away that time? You could have a valuable experience, but instead those experiences, those opportunities, those peak moments in your life were taken away from you or they were limited because you have to commit that time or spend that time or pay that time to something else. For some people, this scarcity is imposed. Some people just can't afford to have what they want and some people can't afford to spend their time how they'd like. And for others, I don't even think they realize how free their life is or even could be if they changed a few things. Whatever the case, we all have the same thing. We're all human beings, we're all living and we all have time and hopefully free will and choices. If I could only own five things, I'd probably make sure that those things are items that have inherent value to me, that are unique to my life. And everything else that I had or used, if it was taken away or was only temporary, I'd have to make do. Because really, honestly, if we don't have things, if we didn't have phones and computers, if we didn't have access to all this stuff, we would find a way to spend our time and live our lives and survive if we absolutely had to. And if this was a problem that everyone faced, our world would probably look a lot different. A lot of my belongings, given my current living situation, are in a storage unit. And over the last couple of years, I've probably had a chance to look at every single thing that I've owned, at least a couple times. I know what those things mean to me, I know why I have those things, what I could easily give away, and what I would really want to hold on to, either for functional and financial reasons, or much more commonly for emotional reasons. And part of the purpose of this podcast, of this month so far, showing up every day and talking to you, has been an attempt to create moments in time. Moments in time that are meaningful to me and hopefully meaningful enough to you that you can listen for a few minutes a day or binge it at some point when you're on a really long car trip. That the time that you invest here is valuable and not just at this moment, but in future moments when you are having a bad day, when you wake up not feeling so great, when you need more purpose or more positivity or more, mo more motivation or more happiness in your day, when you can have true appreciation for the things that you have and that's each moment that you spend, you've got a chance every day to take some time to make sure it's a good morning on purpose. The music today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find the info on the tracks that I used in the show notes. No quotes or anything today, and speaking of time, I've spent a lot of time thinking about and backtracking and figuring out what it is I was trying to say here in this episode. And it just says that I have a lot more to say, and I'll probably crank out a little bit more about time and materialism over the next couple of days. I hope this was meaningful to someone out there, because it feels like I just ranted for a few minutes at you. And if it did, I hope to catch you in the next episode.